want women to feel like they can have any and everything they want in life. If they want to run a business and be a mom, you can do it. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast, inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome back to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs. This is a show where I interview business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers in Eastern Idaho and learn their stories. Today I have two lovely ladies here to talk about their latest project that has been getting a lot of attention, The Hustle Project. So welcome Sheena Daniels and Tisha Buxton. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here. We're grateful to be able to talk with you guys today and learn more because there's so much buzz around this. I think the listeners will be excited to hear all the stuff that you guys are doing. So will you please tell us, I don't know who wants to speak, but tell us what the Hustle Project is for those who may not know. Okay. Um, So this has been something I wanted to do forever. And... um, really i knew i couldn't do it on my own it's been back and forth and i knew i needed a team behind me i feel like southeast idaho kind of lacks in the area for women to come and have empowerment and a place where they can expand their knowledge and circle of influence and so on and so forth as far as business and where to go so um grabbed my sister-in-law tisha and my mom and um we loaded up some pretty influential powerhouses here in town that we knew we would need on our team and we ran with it and that's kind of how the hustle project started but what is it really when you talk about the hustle project is it just a networking that we get together and talk is it i'm not exactly sure i understand exactly what it is yeah so that's a great question so i feel like why we are so different and it's never really been done before we feel like is we're a place for like-minded entrepreneurs to get together, support one another, get in front of, because in this business, it's all who you know. Mm -hmm. So we wanna get you in a room so you can get to know those people and grow your business and help other people grow their businesses as well. So I don't really know about networking because we're so much more than that. And I feel like that word kind of limits us a little bit so we we say more like like support group or a community yeah a community of like-minded women that are ready to do more to with business with relationships like tisha said it it is all about who you know and i think it matters too because we've both grown our our own businesses from the ground up where we've both been pretty successful in what we do and I think we know the ins and outs of starting and how to start and also having people around you that support that. And we, um, yeah, we do feel like this is, it is a community. It's a community where everybody succeeds in this. And maybe you have never, you've wanted to do a business before, but you don't have one. So maybe you don't feel like this is for you. This is the place for you. Um, you'll be able to get the self-love and the confidence to maybe start something that you've always wanted to do or um, get your mind going of where you want to go. And these are the people you want to be with. So great. Thank you for that explanation. I think that helps us all kind of understand that a little bit better. Your ideal customer really isn't necessarily somebody who already has a business. Mm-hmm. be somebody just interested in maybe wanting to do this. And yeah, so absolutely. we could come pick everybody's brain. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. yep. That's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. So your first event, I am so sorry I didn't get to attend, but I understand your first event was a, a big hit. You sold out. It wasn't really sell out. It was RSVP, yeah. come and attend. But what exactly was was that event? What did you do there? This was basically our big launch of where people can come, have fun, of course, you got to dress All up. About because fun. Oh, and dressing up. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Sheena and I, like, we tried to do this before, and we were trying to make it just little. We don't know how to do that. We don't know how to do things little. We do little. things. We do it big. So <laughs> we do things big Anyway, so it was basically a big fun party, and they got to come hear from speakers, have a super fun night, and then also get to hear what in the world the Hustle Project is that they that we've been blasting all over yeah. social media. So You have had quite a social media presence. <laughs> so tell me about that. Who who have you partnered with to do that social oh, media? Yes. That's been quite successful. It has, yeah. yeah. We are so thankful, I feel like, um, to have so many amazing businesses behind our backs. Apple Athletic is one of our huge ones. Um, just so many businesses in town that wanted to help sponsor because they believe in what we're doing. Um, and they keep coming in. We yeah. are like we I wake up Tisha and I will like text in the middle of the night um, with the rest of our team. And we're just so thankful for businesses and um, supporters believing in us and what we're doing. Um, it really is kind of like a dream come true. Like we just we knew we needed this, but it became bigger than we thought it would in a hurry and we are just running for big dreams now like it's yeah. so cool to the point where i had to quit my other job <laughs> well congratulations <laughs> this is going so it's, it's kind going, of exploded um yeah and yeah, we're well, congratulations so oh, clearly there was a need like the people we it's resonating like, with people yeah. and so that's why it's been Which so successful so, it's so awesome to see that response because yeah. of course i feel like sheena and i kind of created this need that mm -hmm. we needed for ourselves and we wanted that. And so to be like, oh my gosh, these people, like they wanted that too. It's not just us like, oh, that is, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, For it's a while we, thought, we felt like we were crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Because we always have dreams like going on in our brains and thinking about what we can do next. So we're like, maybe we're crazy. And then we weren't crazy. So, and if we are, then all the crazies are with us. Yeah, yeah. you've got a good crowd to hang out <laughs> with. Yeah, we and, love it though. Uh -huh. So let's go back to the lunch party. So the idea, will that be how the format will be going forward? I understand you're going to have at least a monthly gathering of some sort. Mm -hmm. yes. Will it be as big as that lunch party? Is that the vision? No, so that will be, we'll pro we were planning to do like once a year will be our big event like that, but um, every month we will have a meeting for our members that are able to attend and non-members um, once a month. Yeah, you say big, but I, I think the numbers will still be there. Yeah. We will have... Um, but big as far so as live many, auction and yeah. fancy, that will be once a year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a year event. Uh, one thing I think that's cool about this is we will have a big event at the end of the year to um, award different mm, businesses so that we have. That. And um, really celebrate A them. part of our membership, yeah, and celebrate their success and where they started and where they are at the end of the year. So that will be a pretty fun big one where we get to congratulate other businesses that have teamed up with us as well. Yeah, it's great. So tell me a little bit. I don't quite understand when you're talking about members and non-members. What mm -hmm. is that? Is, is this a subscription? Is this a, um, explain that a little bit. Yeah. So this is a, a yearly membership from March of this year to March of next year. And the reason why we did that is because we just felt 
first of all, there are so many things as business women that we need to learn, things that I'm not good at that Tisha's good at and vice versa and along with other businesses in town. So we knew there needed to be a monthly event where we could focus on different aspects of building a business and getting to know other businesses. Um, so it is a, a yearly membership. But with it, I feel like you're getting so much more than oh, yeah. Tell them about what just get the membership. The membership. So, um, not only the people you get to connect with, like we said, we might know someone that could be good for your business, and some other business could be good for Tisha's, and every everyone that comes that way. But we have, um, if you've ever heard of Valley Village Glamping in Swan Valley, we'll have a retreat there. Um, we have so many businesses donating swag bags and donations of different products and services. So you really, you'll also get like professional headshots yes. for your business. And um, we want to like fly in speakers to our women here to like learn about their businesses that they might not be able to have that opportunity. So that's just some of the things. And we all volunteer all of our time, our yeah. us board, board members. So all the membership that goes right back into putting on the events, flying in speakers and setting all of that up. So we're excited. And I think it helps weed out those that are really serious and those that just don't want to come and watch. It really makes you put some skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're like, oh man, I, I, I want to invest in myself and my business. And this is, it helps you, it scares you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. makes it real. I have to yeah. pay this. Mm -hmm. So I better be making some money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it will be fun too. It's mm -hmm. it's like all the fun things in one business and all the fun. Yeah. And I know that you don't want me to use the word networking probably, but it really is no, networking. No, it is. So, yeah, you can yeah. use that. But it is networking and more. Yeah. Plus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus plus. So um the structure of the monthly meetings will be to hear speaker. Is that true? Is that kind of what you guys had? Yeah, kind of. Or um, like our March event mm -hmm. that we're doing, um, it's March and Matchup is what it's called. And so businesses are going to come and we actually match other businesses together that are going to help each other. So this one, we won't necessarily have a speaker, mm -hmm. but we're all working together and, you know, at our table and learning how to like, okay, everybody introduces their businesses and then how can, how can you I help, help you? your businesses mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So we're so excited for that one. Yeah. We like, can't sleep about this one. Yeah. We also have, yeah, so exciting. we have clear through July pretty mm -hmm. much planned. Um, yeah, there will be speakers. Um, social media is coming up, um, how to do that. We also have an event where you can learn about um, professional and business relationships um, and as far as, and, and then personal relationships and how those matter. So um, some have speakers, some are getting to know you because I feel like in order for anyone to succeed, it's all relationship. How can I help you? And then in return, I feel like the blessings come back to you from helping other people. So yeah, so much to, to come. Where are you, what are you capping this at? Do you have a membership limit? No. No limit. Okay. We want all of the women in Southeast Idaho. We're <laughs> ready to take us. over. Yeah. <laughs> we are we do. We want all of them. Okay, good. So speaking of that, I think, you know, it's probably worth bringing up this does primarily feel like it's for women, is that true? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um so have you seen in having um 
an organization for women, sometimes we do kind of get caught up in that scarcity mentality where we think, gosh, it's competition. I can't sit at the table with another cosmetologist because that's my business that we're talking about. So how, how will you help them be able to get through that scarcity mentality and realize that there's abundance for all of us? Yeah. I think exact that is I love that question. Mm-hmm. And I get that all the time with my business and um I I feel like exactly what you said there's enough to go around. I can't spray tan every single person here in Idaho <laughs> Falls nor do I want to. Right. So um like there's and you go to people for relationships. Yes, you need to be offering like a good service or whatever it is that your business is, but people keep coming back for the person that you are. So I feel like some people might not connect to me. Some people might connect, you know, to um, so-and-so in Pocatello or whatever, which is awesome. So I just think that's what we're trying to do is change that mindset that Mm -hmm. it's about that connection and let's not focus on the competition let's focus on Mm -hmm. the connection that you have with your people in your business and stay in your lane and focus that way versus worrying about what what somebody else is doing Mm -hmm. and exactly like you said sitting at your same table and that actually got brought up from uh a couple people when people were telling us you know like oh be careful when you're setting this up you know you just you need to have one of each business Uh, that's all you should have and Sheena and I were kind of like I don't know I don't like that (laughs) we did why can't we have everybody like why can't we change that well we thought about it and it kind of stumped us for a few months and we were like oh like how do you make this work but we wanted this to be yeah there's something I listened to a lot of podcasts from Brooke Castillo and she talks a lot about um just her business that she runs and um, like making like $100,000 every year. And people will come to her and be like, well, yeah, but I can't do that because so-and-so is already doing it and she's better than me at that. And I think it's your mindset, first of all, but I think it's the people you're around. So Mm -hmm. we want everyone to come. Everyone can make $100,000 and there can be five cosmetologists here in our area and there's just there's something for everyone in this world and we have it and we're not also the group everyone is welcome we are not here to um like make mean groups with people like everyone needs to feel loved and we're all about that so good vibes only yes yeah all the good vibes (laughs) well and i think that too this will prove itself over time that your group will realize that there's strength in numbers Mm -hmm. and that that i don't have to feel threatened when i'm talking to someone of the same um profession because we are here to help each other. It's funny that you bring that up because as you know, Oswald Service and Repair is an automotive repair shop. Well, there's several automotive repair mm-hmm. shops in town, but we yeah. are really good friends with a whole lot of them. Yeah, and isn't that great? Yeah, and I we help each awesome. other. Yeah. yeah. And when we awesome. don't have a particular tool, we know we can call them and it's really about just helping each other and yeah. we can all be successful. So Absolutely. I think it will come to fruition where you will your group will see how successful they can be just by supporting one another. Yeah, we hope so. We hope they feel that there. So tell me a little bit. You guys both have your own businesses, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that 
that kind of led you to where you are. Do you want to talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the businesses that you currently have, Sheena? Sure. Yeah, so I've um, ran my own business from home for the last eight and a half years. I work a lot with women still. I don't know what it is. I just love women power. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's um, good. We're yes, cool. I love it. We are cool. But I, not not saying though that I think there is um, such huge support in the men that we have in our lives right. and them supporting us too. Right. But I just love women empowerment. And so I've been able to help women on a financial level um, with also health and wellness. Um, time freedom, financial freedom, and that's something that I love and do every single day and will to the day I die. And it really has brought me to a point in my life where I get to live life by my own terms and not by default. I get to um, be a mom when I need to be a mom and I get to work at the same time and it's not, it's kind of the best of both worlds. And I want all, kind of the same with this is I want women to feel like they can have any and everything they want in life. If they want to run a business and be a mom, you can do it. Sometimes life's crazy like mm. that, and um, but I love it. I, I eat it up, and it's fun for me to see women go to a spot in their life where they feel like they can't succeed, and then watching them step by step gain their self-love back, their health back, um, and watching them just love life again. And I think when you find that passion in your heart, um, you become a better mom, you become a better wife, and you become a better leader in the community and helping other women too. So that's what I've done and kind of what led me to where I was like, you know what, we need more women's support here. And then um, Tisha is so amazing what she does too, and I knew I needed her on board, and she can kind of tell you Aww. what she does. <laughs> so tell me. Okay, yeah, so after having my babies, you kind of, you guys all know, you kind of lose a sense of yourself. And my babies were hard. They had severe acid reflux and we had to deal with a lot of that. And I, I really got in this weird place. And, um, and then like my health kind of took a turn too. And so in the middle of like me having screaming babies and not feeling well, I decided I'm gonna start a business. Sure. My husband thinks I'm insane. And <laughs> I told him, well, you married me and I was the same. So <laughs> you knew you what you knew, were getting. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, but yeah, I started um, a mobile spray tan business is essentially what it was, where I would go to your house and I would custom mix your color for your skin tone and then I would spray you and then in comfort of your own home. We didn't really have anything like that around here. And then um, Sheena actually got me in touch with it's all who you know, <laughs> got me in touch with um, my sweet friend and she wanted me to come spray out of her boutique. And so I was like, okay, yeah, that, that might work. And, and I was like, oh, but will that work? Because I'm mobile, that's what makes me different. No, right. my clients don't care. They'll, they'll come, come to you. They'll come to where, they would rather do that. Yeah. They would rather, and let the hubby watch the kids so they can come pamper themselves a little bit, mm -hmm. which I'm like, <laughs> Why didn't I? <laughs> Anyways, so it was good that um, it worked out that way. Now we know how you kind of have started this <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. had this experience yourself. Yeah, and then exactly like from, you know, the ground up, like how in the how many times did you post on Instagram? How do like, you collect um, payment from yes, people? You know, that simple stuff. now are so much, probably 80% of my business is from Instagram where Sheena's is Facebook, 
and Instagram. When you say it's, it's more, it's a little of both. Is yeah, it? probably more Instagram now than anything. But which yeah, is crazy because it know, used to all be Facebook. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's just interesting that like different. So you need to be in all these different platforms, but now when you kind of figure out your what your niche is, yes, mm -hmm. then you kind mm -hmm. of know where to focus. And once I figured that out, that's what made my business take off yeah I, I think that's like. huge so. wisdom for our listeners because I yes. think we try to do so much we have to hit everyone we've got to be yeah. everywhere and we don't we need no. to think about who our ideal customer is and market to them mm -hmm. and it will all work out because that that's who we're going to attract so Absolutely. great great input um, so I think I think you already have answered this but I want you to have another opportunity about why do you feel like this has taken off so quickly and gained such momentum other than, you know, it has really resonated with people. Do you feel like it has been the magic sauce about how you have marketed this? Um, what advice would you have for other businesses who are starting out to have that same kind of success? Do you have okay. ideas? Um, first of all, I would say don't tell small-minded people your big dreams, first of all. Um, because they talk you out of it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think it makes you hesitate. And I think Tisha and I hesitated for a few months. And not that they had small minds by any means, but I just wasn't working for us. And fill your heart and what, what, just go for what it feels like, first of all. And then, um, yeah, definitely our team. I think we knew what each person on our board or committee, I guess you could say, what they were all good at we all are good at different things and we all have different talents so that was a huge thing but really i feel like we just lacked it here and it is we all about the need yeah we filled the need that was lacking and each individual on our committee think about i we all have different circles of influence you know different people than i do and tisha and being able to bring them all together in one room and then it just started growing from there and then our first event seeing all the pictures and people saying oh my gosh I didn't know you did that I'm so glad you're here and then connecting that way um, it kind of just it grew because there was a need I think yeah yeah there certainly has been yeah great yeah. response to that so you guys talked a little bit about having families you both have children and husbands mm -hmm. and other members of your family right now so we have husbands they, might <laughs> <laughs> they think we're crazy but, but they, so you might story. not and no i'm kidding no, of course I, you will too. of course you will <laughs> so tell me how your family uh, supports your vision are they involved in this project Oh, 100%. Every single one of them. Yeah. Even Especially my brother-in-law in Salt Lake is constantly teasing us that he's coming to our events. I and know. It's, it's funny, but... Um, we have a pretty good support yeah. team. Our family, they're not just family. They are our biggest supports. Um, my mom always hops in. She was a teacher growing up for years and years, so of course she had to be on our team. She's always like, um, you spelled this wrong. Uh, this doesn't make <laughs> sense. So we definitely had her, but our first event, my dad came. Uh, my brother is a realtor here in town who is also Tisha's husband. Mm -hmm. um, he was our auctioneer, and everybody loves them some rad in yeah. their life. He's <laughs> he's so good at what he does, but um, my sister came and supported our, yeah, my brother in Salt Lake. Everyone's behind us, and even though our husbands think we're crazy, I think they know I think especially after our first event, mm -hmm. like my it. husband was like, 
I think you're crazy and I don't know why you're running after this, like another one of your crazy <laughs> dreams. But um, I think now he sees how big it was and how successful we've been so far. And just people everywhere we go, they're oh, like, stop us off. They the will stop us. And we have no idea how they heard about it, but we're so thankful. But my husband's like, man, like he's now involved. Like, okay, you need to make sure this yeah. is in place. And I'm like, oh, you believe. Oh, now you're <laughs> on board. Just kidding. No, yeah. it, and it really is team effort. It helps when they're at home while we're here. Yeah. And my mom picking up our kids right now while we're watching this, like it, it has its family, but I think they believe in what we're doing too. So yeah. and they know that they can't stop us. So that's true. They, they might as well get on us. the bus. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> up on the crazy train. Now, um, isn't is am I correct in saying that your mom is also on the board? She yes, is. Yeah. she's our secretary. She's our secretary. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's great. She's amazing. How how things have changed. You get to tell her what you, what to do. And, oh, she still yeah. tells us what to do. <laughs> oh, I guess so, that's true. Yeah, and actually, we actually do go to her first. We're like, does mm -hmm. this does this sound like a good idea or not? Because she'll be straight up with us and yeah, tell us. Yeah, so. it's great. When Sheena and I were first kind of putting this all together, and it was in the little infant stages, we were actually at her my mother-in-law's house, and we were talking, and I was like, Sheena, we need a board. We need board members. Like, we need more people like our strengths aren't going to be in like these areas and we need to fill that and we mm -hmm. looked over at her and we were like hey uh, you're automatically would you like on. to be our secretary and as soon as she said yes it was like this weight uh, and we I were know. like we'll, we can do this now I know, it's now true. that we had her we yeah. yeah she keeps you organized she does she she's yeah. the best ever make sure we meet deadlines and it's great. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. We it's so fun team. to hear that your family has come together to all mm -hmm. support this and be a part of it. Yeah. And that you're, again, supporting one another, that this isn't a competition. So how fun so, that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about obstacles. Have you guys run into, I think you talked a little <laughs> bit about the small-mindedness, but <laughs> what kind of obstacles have you ran into, especially that have caused you to doubt your vision? And, and what have you done to overcome that? Well, I, hmm. we definitely have had the haters come out Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, with all the hype that's been going around about what we're doing. And obviously we are not the first women's networking type of group. Nor do you claim to be. No. Right <laughs> yes, no. And nor did we want to be. We just wanted to, to create. Do your thing. Yeah, exactly. Stay in our lane and mm -hmm. do our thing. We had some haters come out, you know, as we're getting ready for our event, actually like a couple of days before. <laughs> now, was event. this on social media, like yes, a yes. kind of a bullying mm -hmm. kind of a situation? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And it was so cool to see, though, the tribe uh, the came tri to your the, They defense. came out. I mean, I think it was seriously one person. The one person to the six people that like had our back <laughs> on yeah. that was so cool to see. Mm -hmm. But it still hurts you a little oh, bit. How can you not walk away from that? I think it makes you second guess yourself in yeah. so many ways. Second guess your own dreams and if this is crazy or not. And then you kind of think about, I had like... I think I was probably the messiest person after I heard a few things because I think a few of them were geared towards me. But then yeah. um, you just kind of have to. I remember my dad one day, um, just in my other business, I just was super frustrated. And I was like, I called him and I was crying. And my dad's like, Sheen, get over it. Like, have your little pity party. 
but then get back to work. And it same goes to this. I grew up in a farm growing up and um, riding horses and everything we did. He just said, if you get booked off, get back on the saddle and go again. And he always told us to cowboy up. And um, yeah, we, I think with anything anyone wants to do, you will have haters. And sometimes it does make you second guess what you're doing. And um, that's when you really, I just feel like prayer is so huge. Um, I don't care what you believe in. I think prayer helps a ton. And just um, meditation, just being in a quiet, calm place and just thinking about what your goals are. I'm a firm believer in writing your goals down too. Um, so yeah, you're going to have haters. And I think we have probably always will have somebody mm-hmm. along the way. But, but I feel like that means you've made it. I do too. I <laughs> when just they to come out, hecklers, right? Like, yeah. haters are going to hate. But, like, yeah. but really, like, you might hate us, but we kind of want you here with us. Maybe you'll see a vision or maybe you'll connect yeah. with someone. Come, come to our next one. We'll give you a front row seat. Yeah. Like really. We, <laughs> and we mean that in the best of intentions yeah. too. Like we want, we don't, I think Tisha and I do not like confrontation to begin with. We That's when we always go to my mom and we're like, what do we say back? Because <laughs> we just, we don't like it. Like we just love everybody. We <laughs> will, I have no personal circle like I will hug you we'll be best of friends but yeah um yeah we uh, like I said we mean that in the best of intentions we want you to come and maybe maybe you just are so mad because you had you wanted to do it or um I don't know what like I don't know just you coming and maybe you'll find someone you can connect with that maybe it will help your business grow a little bit maybe it's not with Tisha and I but maybe it's someone who comes and you can connect to them on another level and maybe it's just someone it's just an extra group to support you of people who believe in your dreams maybe they've been hurt so much I know I've been in the place that I've been hurt so much that I don't believe in myself anymore and maybe they just have had a lot of like negativity in their life and they just need a place to have love and growth and just people who believe in dreams again so well i love that you say that because it's rarely 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 ever about us you know it's usually about them and Mm -hmm. what's happening in their lives and we can't control that we can only control what we're doing and if our intent is to you know we're we're trying to do the very best that we can and we just go forward but isn't it interesting you can have 50 positive comments and you don't you know consider those all day long and then when you have one negative that's the one that drags us down so again another example of what we need to do as you know in this tribe in this sisterhood in this whatever to support one another and realize that you don't you're not defined by that one comment. You're not defined by that one person that has an opinion mm-hmm. of you. Not everyone will like you guys. I'm, I think you're lovely. I can't imagine that everyone <laughs> yeah. wouldn't love you, but it's just going to be the way that it is, and sure, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yep. We're okay with that. Yep. All right. I like it. Um, so you guys have ventured down this road, and it is just so successful what advice would you give to an individual considering self-employment or maybe what's the best advice that you have received um, besides or maybe including cowboy up like you just get back on the horse yeah um mine would be just just do it like entrepreneur like it's a scary thing to do you want to overanalyze everything you want to i mean it's a risk it is but you just have to jump in and do it and then you don't have an option but to succeed yeah once you're in that spot and 
You figure it out. You do. you do. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like when I first started my spray tan thing, like, you know, I wanted someone to kind of hold my hand and walk me through everything. But just one day, like a flip switched and I, I was like, I, I have to do this. Like I have to do it all. It I've got to make it work and it'll happen. And that was the best. And mm -hmm. to another thing of advice that was the best thing um, and it kind of happened around that same time is staying in your own lane, not focusing on what other people are doing, but mm -hmm. only doing you. And that's when I tr like my business took off. Yeah. And I agree yeah. With that. Yeah. Entrepreneurship, owning your own business, it is a scary thing, but I can't imagine my life without doing what I do. Um, I think it is, a different life but it's so fun and you get to create life on your own terms um, another thing that I would add to that is finding your why um, I think that's so important for anyone starting their business is what is your why and then if you can think of something then I would ask yourself okay and and why else do you want to succeed and then answering that question and then say okay but what else and keep going to the what else until you find the core of why you're building your business in whatever it is whether it's tanning and maybe it's coaching or whatever it is you find your why and finding a way to help someone else too if you can find a way to help someone else you'll help yourself in the end it's and it's all about relationships too um another thing on top of that is i remember I sucked at, can I say that word? Of course you can. <laughs> um, in speech class growing up, speech uh, made me so scared. Sure. And I just thought, okay, running my own business, I can't even like stand in front of anyone and talk. And I wish I could speak like her. And I wish I had that confidence. And um, just being able to find a dream and go for it. But I remember... I can't even remember who said this, but they were like, look at all the people that you admire and do what they do. And I would think about these successful women um, in my own business that I just adore and love and their moms and I feel like they're doing everything. And I just was like, how can they get on stage or how can they, how can they be that person? And um, it kind of was like, you know, for me, it was kind of giving up the things in your day that don't really matter if it's not getting you to where you want to be each mm -hmm. day let it go yeah um like for me it was getting up early and going to the gym so that um it was done for and i had an extra maybe two hours to work on my business or um podcasts youtubing whatever you need to um asking questions one of the things my dad has always told uh, told me um by the way, he wins everything. Like he's always winning oh. every contest and <laughs> and like winning all these things. But he was always like, "Well, you can never win if you don't try," and it's that's just always stuck with me. Like if you just don't try and you don't do your effort, um, I don't think you'll ever win, and you'll be stuck where you're always at. Well, and I think I heard a quote which I'll probably butcher, but something about you don't you don't fail unless you quit. Yeah. Like that's failure. It's so true. Yeah. You, yeah, I you do that. fail. You fail when you quit. I get that a lot in my business too. That they're like, well, we're not as successful as you are. And look at you now. And I, if I could go back and tell them one thing, like I could just say, you know what? I'm not, 
not good at what I do, but consistency and not quitting yes. has kept me successful. Yeah. Well, I think that's that is a real key. Um, I don't. I think a lot of us we aren't the experts in what we're doing, but we we reach out, we use our resources, and we're consistent in doing the things that we know that we can do well. Mm-hmm. And I think also we have to be brave enough to say. I'm not good at X and somebody else is good at X. And so I'm okay to let them do that. And it doesn't diminish me in any way. You know, if you need to have someone come and clean your house so that you can do whatever your passion is, you don't need to feel guilty about that. It focuses you on what your passion is. And so it's okay. And being a student again, I mean, really, like you said, being coachable, being coachable and being a student and really learning from the people who you do admire and, ask them what their, like, what has helped them and what's their downfalls that they've had and what's helped them learn as you go. But Well, and that's clearly the environment that you're providing for for women in your group. So that's great. That supports your vision just perfectly. So I love it. Well, you've obviously mentioned podcasts. I would love to know um, if you have a go-to podcast or a book that our listeners really must listen to to help inspire Mm, them. Yes. I'll go first on this one. Okay, you go. I am obsessed with Brooke Castillo. I love how bold she is, and she just tells it like it is. Um, One that I tell a lot of the women that I work with and anyone who's starting a business, she talks a lot about massive success and passive. So massive and passive, and it's actually, I think it's episode number 16. If you go to her podcast, wow, you even know the episode. I do because I listen to it (laughs) probably twice a week. And I listen to it when I feel like I am struggling in my own mind and my own business. And I listen to her talk about massive and passive action and the difference between the two. And she just, I don't know, she pumps me up. Also, um, the book called You Are a Badass. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is one of my favorites. Um, just getting real and who you are and owning what you do. Those are two that I go back to on a daily basis. But great, per- great suggestion. Every Thursday, her new podcast <laughs> comes out. And my husband actually, which is funny, I put it, we'll put it on if I'm getting ready in the morning, I'll put it on Bluetooth on a speaker in my, like if I'm in the shower or getting ready, getting my makeup on and he'll listen to it and he'll be like, she's actually pretty good. <laughs> and he thinks he's pretty cool sometimes, but just for him to be like, I like what she says. Like yeah, she just says it. resonates. It, it does. Um, not just with women, but all men and women. So Great. Well, that's my favorite. Thank you. Okay. So mine, I love the Mommy Millionaire podcast. She is awesome. And she has like a lot of good, she like calls you out on your crap a little bit. <laughs> like and I love it. It makes you really think. Um, and then another we one. We don't have to be victims. Yes. We can own our stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another one is um, oh, Shalene Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she, that's where I get a lot of my social media tricks yeah. are from her. And she gives awesome, awesome, like very detailed tricks of stuff to do and I do them and it's paid off it has Mm -hmm. like it's awesome so those would be my top two I would add one more to mine Lewis Howes Mm -hmm. I love listening to his as well um the people that he gets to speak with and 
again, listening to everyone's stories, their failures. And I think sometimes it's hitting, I think what I like about Lewis Howes is he talks a lot about hitting rock bottom and how sometimes at rock bottom, that's when you learn your biggest strengths and it pushes you to do even better the next time around. So I love Lewis House. Yeah, it really can sort us out whether those failures um, kill us or make us stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. Well, ladies, this has been a joy to be able to get to know you guys a little bit better and to learn about the Hustle Project. So thank you for your time. It's just been awesome. I can feel your passion for this work and your energy for helping women be the best they can be, and it's totally contagious. So I hope that we can all catch the bug. And I'm excited to watch the Hustle Project grow and see the participants achieve their dreams and goals, just like the two of you are. Um, I think all of East Idaho will be anxious to see what's next for you guys and to watch us succeed. So congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you for having us too and for your dream of doing this. I yeah. think it's yeah. teamwork and people accomplishing dreams like you and us that, that makes the world go round. It's a privilege to be able to tell the stories. So thanks. Thank you. As a reminder, this show is sponsored by Oswald Service and Repair located in Idaho Falls and Rexburg. If you're looking for honesty and integrity in automotive repair, along with top-notch customer service, there's really only one place to go. So come and see us and let our family take care of your family. And don't go anywhere because East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast has a new segment called Business Leadership Moments. So keep listening to learn tips and tactics that will help you lead your business to success. It's now time for a Business Leadership Moment on East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you for sticking around for the business leadership moment. I know your time is valuable and we'll make these segments quick, but I'm excited to introduce this segment to the show. It gives us an opportunity to just talk a little bit about a leadership principle and how we can apply it in our business to help us to be more successful. Um, Also, I think it gives us an opportunity to just ponder a topic and see where we're contributing to maybe our business struggling around that particular thing or being strong around that particular thing and how we can take it and apply it so that it can help us to be stronger. Um, today, I wanted to talk a little bit about accountability. Uh, I know that word. It makes you feel like you're in trouble. Just even when I say that kind of gives me that feeling. But Accountability can really provide in our lives less stress, increased productivity, and definitely job satisfaction for yourselves as leaders, for your employees, and just truly in our own lives. Um, Oftentimes, I have an opportunity to teach and um, talk about accountability. And one of the questions that I ask is, you know, what, especially leaders, what is one of your biggest pain points when it comes to your employees? And inevitably, I'll have hands go up and they'll say, I just need them to do their job. Why can't they just do the job that they're hired for? Um, And there's size in the room and people that agree. Um, And then I ask, well, how many of you are willing to have the hard conversation with them? Or with the employees, the people that aren't doing their jobs? Or is it just easier for you to do it yourself? And hands will inevitably rise and chuckles will fill the room about how 
Well, yeah, sometimes as leaders, we really are rescuers, fixers, and savers because it's easier to do that than to do the hard thing of holding somebody accountable. So I'm just going to challenge you, if that resonates with you at all, to stop the rescue, fix, and save behaviors. Um, Easier said than done. I absolutely know. But it is one of the things that's contributing to the very environment that's causing us to be frustrated. So one of the reasons rescue, fix, and save behavior remains a staple in a culture is that conscientious leaders, conscientious employees, just can't stand to let something fail. They can't let a deadline be missed or work to be crappy. You know, how would that reflect on me if so-and-so doesn't do their job? Um, So they fix it, right? It makes sense. But here's the issue, and it just, it again, I know it's easier said than done, but how will the employee who is happy to let you come in and fix them, um, happy to let work fall on others, ever learn that this is not acceptable? Um, I, I know that that's really hard, and it's certainly something that I've learned even in my life as a mother and with my children. Um, at one point in my life, I really cared how the clothes were folded. They had to be folded a certain way. And so I would give my kids the job of folding the clothes. But when they folded the clothes, they didn't fold it the way that I wanted them folded. So I would go back and redo it. Well, that didn't really tell teach them how I wanted to have it done or instill them with much self-confidence that they're able to do it. So honestly, we have to identify about how we very well could be the barrier to someone stepping up and learning. Um, We have got to stop rescue, fixing, and saving. Let a deadline be missed or a project be missing that particular person's work. Um, Don't proof check work that needs to be done right. Like, let it go and let's see what happens. Pass it through to where it's going. And if it's wrong, the poor performer can have to answer for that. Again, I understand that in some situations you probably are cringing because heaven forbid we can't we can't let work pass through and have it reflect on us. But I think that if you really look at it and really can see in the environment where if we allowed some of these folks to have to answer to the consequences of, you know, not doing their job, then maybe that would be resolved, whether they they might step up and realize that they have the ability to do it, or they may be able to be promoted out into the market where this is not an issue for us any longer. So again, I realize that this whole concept can be easier um, said than done. But every time we rescue, fix, and save, we also reward behavior, and it and we are rewarding the underperformer. So our best performers often get the work of the underperformer. And you know how that feels if you've ever been the best performer, getting the work of the underperformer. It really is a demotivating thing. Um, it's just rewarding the fact that they don't have to do their work because somebody else is going to do it for them. So we as leaders, we absolutely need to look at where we're running in, rescue, fixing, and saving. Use the human resources, um, resources to 
go through a corrective counseling and help these individuals step up to the job that they were hired to. I know oftentimes we feel like maybe we're held hostage by these guys, that we have to tolerate this behavior. But it's really interesting when we, I know in my experience, when I've started holding people accountable, how, when I've seen the ones that have actually been like, oh, you know, no one's going to run in and fix this. I guess I better figure it out myself. It's so rewarding to see them because they rise to the occasion. So that's just my little um, soapbox today. Take that for what it's worth. Please look at how you're doing with your own leadership and where you're running in rescue, fixing, and saving, and try to stop and see what it can do for your team in holding them accountable to the the duties that they're responsible for. Um, I feel like it also provides us with an opportunity to have less stress and to have a more productive team. And our high performers will stick around because they'll see that uh, poor performance is not rewarded. Thank you so much for your time today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast, proudly brought to you by Oswald Service and Repair. For all your car care needs in Eastern Idaho, let our family take care of yours. www.oswaldserviceinc.com.